Hello, 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 hello. Welcome back to another episode of my Inside Voice podcast. Day five of doing a podcast a day every day for Pisces season. I wanted to jump on here and talk about... disassociation and escapism because how could I not it's Pisces season but I know I've talked about this before I've done a few episodes on like the escape route and and using that way using that logic or that concept of having an escape route of having like a trap door to escape the matrix for a second and I want to talk about the guilt and the shame that's funnily enough attached to detaching um and why escapism is healthy for you and why disassociation is super healthy for you especially if you're um if you are super duper grounded which sounds weird because people always tell you like spiritual people wellness people fitness people whatever anybody will tell you like come back down to earth ground 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 and I like that theory um but I like disassociating and living in the clouds a little bit more and getting kind of wrapped up into that too I think imbalance is just as important as trying to find balance I think if you're constantly trying to balance life all the time first of all it's not fun second of all it robs you of just pure pleasure and bliss and this really cool opportunity to really surrender and leave things alone um i think so in the movie eat pray love at the end the spiritual guy or whatever says to be like says to the effects of sorry i keep yawning to the effects of i've been sleeping so good since spicy season started like no melatonin needed no bullshit needed but he says to the effects of being imbalanced is like okay if you're imbalanced for love it's okay um and now don't get it twisted for like toxic love i'm not talking about that i'm never talking about that i'm always talking about that but also whenever i refer to like love i'm not referring to like toxic love unless i say toxic love if i just say love i just just assume that it's like real love love for self, love for God, love for the universe, love for the creator, love for humanity, love for the experience, you know, and it's, and it's rooted in gratitude and curiosity and just like general happy to be here vibes. So why is escapism good? Why is disassociation good? Why is having, I think the biggest cheat code we could really have and i talked about this i talked about having cheat codes in that silver linings playbook when i talked about um saturn coming into pisces in march but i think the biggest cheat code you can have is detachment i think the biggest cheat code you can have is surrender and when you surrender you can you go to another place 
right? You, you trust in what's happening and that all of everything will be aligned just for you. And therefore you leave, right? Like you go, you're like, okay, well, everything's going to be taken care of over here in the matrix, in this simulation that we live in. Um, you know, whatever is going to happen is going to happen. And however things are going to align is the things are going to align. I'm going to go because, um, I'm need a break. I need a vacation. And it's a really nice way to vacate your life if you need it, when you need it, because I think everybody needs that opportunity to have a vacation. Even if you can't afford it in matrix terms, right? I can't afford a vacation. I can't um, do that. I could never afford a vacation. I could never um, go away. And and not even just like money wise. I just don't have the time. I, you know, there's always something happening. And so I've, but I've still learned to vacate my life. I've still learned to travel. I've still learned to go and uh, separate myself from the world and the current life that I'm in. And that is not only necessary for me, but it's the only way that I can truly um, complete, feel, feel complete and feel whole. Because as a Pisces rising, as a Sagittarius stellium, I am very much attracted to the romantic. I am very much attracted to leaving everything behind and starting up a new life. And because I can't really do that because I'm so rooted and I feel trapped by this life, hopefully not for long, I can always pretend, right? And pretending or, you know, escaping my life, vacating my life spiritually, mentally, emotionally um, is really fun. Not knowing where I am and not knowing where I'm going, but I know that I'm going is really attractive to me. Um, on the same note, like when I escape, when I escape, when I escape, <laughs> when I escape, I truly feel like, you know how they say your rising sign is like your higher soul, like where you're supposed, who you're supposed to kind of ascend to, rise to, what you're supposed to rise to. I feel like when I detach from this matrix, I truly get in touch with my soul. I truly get to talk to my soul. I truly get to be connected fully with my soul. And I'm able to feel things and know things and be things and think things that my physical matrix version self will never be privy to, but is so, so, again, necessary. So you can always get in touch with your soul self in this escape room, in this uh, vacation, right? You can always meet yourself, meet your soul self. And then you get to walk around in your soul self life. Like what is your soul living? Who is your soul? What is your soul? What are they doing? Who do they love? 
what do they do on a regular basis? What's their skincare routine? You know, where do they travel to? Where do they travel to? How do they make decisions? What do they wear? What do they eat? Um, how do they get in touch and stay connected to God? How, what is their relationship to God? What is the soul's um, purpose? You get to visit all of those things. And um, a really cool way to escape is, of course, your dreams, is your, to, to kind of dive into your subconscious. And I think that's why Pisces season is so uh, is such a sleepy, drowsy time because that's the, that's the time you connect to your soul self. I think it's the only time where you get to connect to your soul self. And you actually get a glimpse of what you're truly supposed to, um, who you're truly supposed to ascend to be, who you're truly supposed to be, your authentic self, right? Again, I, I think for me, my authentic self is definitely a Pisces. It's definitely very much living in the world of the non, right, of the limitless possibilities and also being very aware of the matrix and also being very thankful for living in this video game and um, to get a chance to play and to win every day and to, you know, meet people that are also playing is actually quite cool and you know if I do it long enough and I'm into the structure and into the discipline and all of that stuff it's really actually quite fun but then if I get too attached too married to the structure and the routine and stuff I need the escape that's when I need the escape that's when I have to get in touch with my why that's when I have to get in touch with my authentic code that's when I have to get in touch with what I truly value from a soul level and that's when I start to really step back behind the void, behind the binary into the void. And that's where my, so what is your, what, what is your escape life look like? Mine is, um, whenever I pray, I escape as well, um, when I pray, I am. I picture usually me with long, dark, my long, long dark hair, naked usually, um, in a gigantic home, no fucking furniture, all windows, in the middle of this like insanely like Emerald City forest animals around um ocean on one side mountains on the other waterfalls everywhere fucking lush gardens just the best food ever and then when i walk into my house it's like a sh I, rose petals just showering down on me from the sky and sometimes you know i see lakshmiji which is in hindu um lore hindu religion it's it's the goddess of money and good fortune and sometimes i'm 
riding on a tiger or a black panther to the house but I'm always that's my escape and there's like geodes everywhere like crystals everywhere and you know endless books to read and journals and um I can go anywhere from this place like I can I can fly anywhere I can fly to anywhere in the world and just be in awe of it I don't have to like you know when people go on vacation and stuff and they go shopping for it I don't have to do any of that I'm just naked right I can just crystallize into a place that's how I travel I like turn into like a billion crystals and that's how I go this sounds really like out there but that's how I feel right I kind of feel like I'm living this like I'm this alien I feel like my real self my soul self is like an alien but not in like the way that we are that aliens are depicted I still look very much human like I feel human like skin but the power the ease the complete abundant abundance that I'm surrounded by and the complete abundance that I embody it's like my own version of Garden of Eden I've mentioned that a lot too just like very um not here right and for some reason it's weird because I don't picture myself like having like anybody like nobody around but I'm so content I'm so happy because I'm not alone um I have the world at my fingertips right and I was talking to my cousin and she's like you know do you picture yourself dating um or like you know having somebody and I'm like I don't picture myself being attached to anybody I don't picture myself like with anybody um you know maybe to date for like a month if I want to and just not really care about where it's going and just kind of like talk to people because I love people I love meeting people. I love talking to people. I love connecting with people, actually. But I don't want that sort of, like, tightness that I get when, you know, I like the intimacy. I love all that. But the tightness of possession, the struggle of of, of clinging is just very I, I'm getting suffocated just thinking about it, right? Um and just talking about it is just putting me and I don't feel I feel very uneasy, right? But I love people, I love the human experience, and I think that's my Aquarius rising in Vedic astrology. And I've I've said this before, that's why Valentine's Day falls in Aquarius season, because Valentine's Day is not this capitalistic you get one person in your whole entire life and it's not about are you dating somebody are you single are you in a relationship are you fucking around it's not about that it's about like loving the human spirit it's about loving in the very universal sense the collective right this unconditional love that you feel for humanity 
And so I feel that's the real definition of Valentine's Day. So that's what I picture. Like when I'm alone, when I'm disassociating, when I'm escaping, when I'm vacating this matrix, that's what I picture. I picture me in just like embodied love, completely seeing and understanding and accepting and loving every single part of me. Oh, there is furniture in the house. One piece of furniture, just long ass table, right? It's like white stone and it shimmers like gold for some reason. And all of my spiritual counsel is on there. So my ancestors, my angels, my guides, uh, Lakshmi Ji, um, you know, my soulmates, um, parts of myself, like all parts of myself, my shadow, my child, my, um, my inner teenager, my divine masculine, my divine feminine, um, you know, my, my chosen best friends, like, like they're all like all these different parts of me that make me whole they're all sitting at that table and it's just abundantly and and like we're showering being showered with like rose petals that like disappear when they get onto the table but like we're just being like and what I picture the the rose petals being is just like God's love God's complete unconditional love just falling on me and yeah it's really beautiful I get really emotional thinking about it and it just blows my mind that you know I am able to go to that place that that's a place that I'm able to go to um when I feel like I need to which actually for the last two weeks, I've really needed to escape. I really need, I even today, I was like, I need a vacation. I'm like, okay, how can I make this happen, you know? And so it's been really, um, I'm really uh, thankful for that. And really um, excited to escape and excited to just spend time in that place um getting really familiar with my highest self because i don't think i meet her enough um i beat up my physical self and my matrix self pretty badly during you know work hours during real life time i'm very self-critical i'm very fearful i'm very risk averse i'm very my soul self when I vacate my life and I meet my soul self, all of that just sort of disappears. It melts away. I think that's why I picture myself like not wearing clothes because I don't picture myself being having to protect myself from anything. I don't picture armor. I don't picture any fighting. I don't picture any like resentment or grudges or anger or fear or hesitation or resistance. Um or judgment, or heartbreak. I don't picture myself like being surrounded by any of that. It's just pure, unconditional love for self because there's nobody else there except me and like my spiritual counsel that has helped me to get to this place. 
that has been able to connect me to my highest self. And that's the way that I escape. That's the way that I make sure that I'm always in touch with the bigger, with the big, big homie, with the bigger self, right? With the, with the authentic, the truly authentic self. The one that's just completely empty, but so whole at the same time, right? And I think emptiness is just a very much prerequisite for feeling completely whole. When you've completely detached from like the outcomes in the material world, the, you know, just consumption and, and all of that. And when you just completely disappear from that and you close your eyes for 2.5 seconds and you just escape to a different place where none of that matters and you, or where everything matters, you know, everybody's soul self is going to look really different. Everybody's soul self, like location and, um, physical appearance and um, what they embody and how they feel and what they're thinking and what they're doing everybody's is gonna look different that's just me that's just my like you know and it like when it rains I go out and I dance in the rain and I play in the mud and I roll around in the beautiful lush grass and I like um you know I gather like all the like the dirt and it it, and flower like as soon as it stops raining rainbows sunshine and just like the most wonderful flowers the most unique like um flowers I've never seen before in my life and they're just like growing you know they're just blooming forever blooming forever opening it's just a beautiful place. It's a magical place. It's it's my place. It's a reflection of how I feel inside, right? That place that you go to, it's always going to be a reflection of how you feel inside and how you feel about yourself. And it's important to really taste, take stock. You know those personality um, quizzes where they're like okay you know the person or the psychologist tells you or whoever on fucking tiktok is telling you okay picture a road what does that road look like picture a body of water what does that look like it is it an ocean is it a lake is it a puddle okay picture a house what is what does it look like does it have windows does it have doors picture like you know what i mean those types of things so i'm telling you to like kind of really go through those types of exercises and if you need to look up those quizzes online to get prompts of how you can visualize where your soul is coming from and what your soul wants you to what your soul looks like and feels like and tastes like and wants and needs and stuff then that's really important then go do those prompts um i would also like really understand what your dreams are telling you because they'll be your greatest teachers and indicators when you're trying to visualize that place that you want to escape to right it'll give you really cool um ways of looking at things and um when you dream in my opinion when you're dreaming about like people that you know in real life or that you've seen or whatever that dream is usually not you know, I hate when people say, oh, if you dream about this person, that means that they're thinking about you and they're they're going to come back in your life or whatever. I think that's a lie. 
I think that your dream points you to certain people to really excavate and extract with a bigger theme that what the bigger theme is and also what that person represents as in relation to an aspect of yourself. So if you're dreaming about an ex who is like a narcissist or if you're dreaming about an ex that cheated on you, you know, what is that reflecting back to you? What are you, what is your subconscious? What is your highest self because your subconscious is the thread that connects you to your highest self what is your highest self trying to tell you how is your highest self trying to show up in your life and tell like what lesson are you trying to learn in this physical world so you can get clearer and clearer about what your actual purpose is, is in the world right we can't manifest we can't live our purpose if we're bogged down by these fucking resentments and and um unhealed wounds so th- the unhealed wounds when the time comes it doesn't have to be just Pisces season it can be any season when the time comes these unhealed wounds will bubble back up they will come back to the surface and your dreams will be very much kicking in as well and if you don't remember your dreams then like ever then that means in my opinion from a spiritual point of view that It's not like you're healed or like you're perfect. There's something you're avoiding and you're not opening up to yourself and you're shutting that part down and you're refusing to look at it, you know? Um, So that's just like some stuff that I was thinking about. I wasn't really sure if I was going to make an episode today because I had no, or for tomorrow, because I had no idea like what I was going to talk about, but I just thought I'd just press record and be like, okay, well, just start talking and maybe something will come of it. And something did come of it 26 minutes later. Um, But yeah, soul self, take a look, take a gander, take a walk with your soul self and really understand what your purpose is and what, and to be honest, if you meet your soul self or if you're like hanging out with your soul self and you're dreaming and you're visualizing and stuff and you don't really know what it all means, it'll come to you. Don't put pressure on yourself to be like, okay, but what does this mean? I've been like looking it up and like, I don't know what this means. It's so like, does this mean like, What's gonna happen? That's the point. You're gonna you're 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 then not vacating your life and you're just staying in the matrix looking at a uh you know, you're just procrastinating. You're not booking the flight to your vacation. You haven't booked yet. You haven't committed yet. You're trying to figure out or trying to predict what that vacation is going to look like and what it's going to feel like and how you're going to react to different things when when all God needs you to do, all the universe needs you to do in order for you to vacate your life in a way that is actually, I hate saying this, but like productive and will actually help you um, move so much faster and so much further in the matrix, in the, in the human world. All the universe needs you to do is just commit is to jump off, is to book that flight and to get on that plane and to fucking go without even knowing where you're going, without even knowing how it's going to end up, right? 
all you know is that you're gonna you're you're in for a ride you're you're gonna you're leaving this world for a little bit it's up to you to co-create with the universe on what that's gonna look like and also it's up to you to like face whatever's there um and if you like I said if you can't visualize what your destination is gonna look like or what you want it to look like or how you feel or all that stuff if that's something that's eluding you if that's something that doesn't make sense to you then you're blocked in your subconscious and you have to try to unblock those things in order for you to vacate your life and have that escape route and surrender more you have to surrender more in your waking life and therefore you can unblock in your subconscious life and then you can then then it's a one-way ticket right i don't know if this is making any sense but it makes sense to me in my head right um but yeah, I have a lot of unblocking to do still. Like I'm still a work in progress. And one thing I want to leave you with, and I want to talk about um, unhealed or or not unhealed, but, but trigger points, soft points. Um, you know, a lot of people might tell you, okay, you're triggered. You need to go heal that. Oh, that still hurts 10, 15, 20 years later. Oh, you need to go heal that. You're not done yet. You're not over it yet and I heard something today on a podcast and the girl said there's maybe there's points in yourself certain situations in your life that you actually can't like it's never going to not trigger you right when that person is talked about when that situation is brought up these things are never not going to trigger you and it's important to accept that and maybe you're going to hold on to those things until you leave this earth, until you leave this body, right? Maybe it's that type of situation. So why should we force? It doesn't mean you're not healed. It just means you're soft in some places. It means there's vulnerability there. It means that there's places that you can't protect yourself from. And to some people, that's very scary. And so we put on this facade, and that's where we armor up. We put on this facade of I'm strong, I'm healed, I'm perfect, you can't hurt me, fuck you, I will, you know, and then we get into trauma responses because we refuse to believe that there's some parts in ourselves that, you know, are softer than others, and they don't require band-aids. They can't be healed without, with a Band-Aid or a solution or a, I'm going to ignore it and move forward. No, they have to just be addressed and they have to be loved anyway. And that's the medicine. Love it anyway. Love your triggers. You know, I have, I don't know if I'll be ever to get over my ex and get over it, put in quotes, in the traditional sense that he's never going to trigger me, Right. He's never going to not trigger me. He's never going to not be like a soft spot in my heart, right? It doesn't mean that my heart is closed to everything else. It just means that I actually have a vulnerability and that I'm open. And I'm aware that I am soft for him. It doesn't mean that I want him back in my life. It doesn't mean I'm going to go fucking pursue him. It doesn't mean I'm not healed. It just means that he's affected me right? He's my first love. 
He was the one to show me what love truly was at that time. He was the one that gave me a definition of love at that time. That is important. And even though I've evolved and I've moved on and he's evolved and he's moved on, you know, I made an episode saying, you know, I have to let him go. And I believe I have for as much as I can in this life. You know, why can't I just admit that he's affected me and that he is, he will stay with me? Doesn't mean I'm holding him back. He's living his life. I don't want him back in my life. You know, but I know that I will always love him. And that love evolves and grows and not for him, but it just kind of um, lifts, elevates, it lifts. That's the word I want to use. It lifts. It, it becomes this like energy, right? This enigma. And it sort of teases out into this like airy sort of sparkle. And it's no longer this burden. It becomes this like, it becomes part of my aura, right? That love, it sort of belongs to the universe. That's the connection to the universe that I have is through love is a definition of love you know and it's it's really quite beautiful and it's sexy and it's um you know it it provides depth and you know i look at it fondly and it's this romance that will always kind of be like fairy dust right it's quite beautiful and so I don't want to run away from that anymore. I don't want to be shamed into believing that just because it's a soft spot for me that I'm not uh, deserving of love. It's not a block. It's a, it's a superpower. It becomes a superpower after a while because you know that you're vulnerable still. You know that you're soft. You know that you're capable of receiving and giving love, Right? So it transmutes and it transcends its original definition and it becomes, like I said, part of your aura and part of your, your spiritual currency, right? It, it gets deposited somewhere. I don't know. That's the way that I see it because I refuse to make myself feel guilty and, and shame myself and then be shamed, you know, if I bring him up in a conversation because it's relevant or whatever, I'll have somebody say, oh my God, why do you talk about him? Blah, blah. It's like, why not? Why can't I? It's my experience. It was my love. It was my partner for a certain period of time. You know, it's it's my my life. And if it's relevant, I'll bring him up. And it's not like I'm going around, walking around thinking about him all the time. But, you know he will pop in my head from time to time and I don't want to be angry about it I don't want to like shake it off I don't want to like forget about it I just want to like send him like so much love because that's what he gave me for a certain period of time you know it wasn't perfect it wasn't um exact right but it was love still it was still love 
at that time for what we knew of it. It was still love. And I know I made an episode saying, oh, I've never fallen in love before and stuff like that. Maybe. I don't know if that's true or not. But I did feel some love for him. I did feel something. And I do believe it was love. And I think love is really um, not one definition. And I think it evolves and it lifts and it transmutes and it um, becomes things and it disappears and it comes back. It's not so black and white. It's a, There's a spectrum. You know, and I do believe that I can take whatever love I had for him and whatever he had for me and accept that it was just that for that time, at that time, for us. And that's really beautiful. And so I just wanted to kind of end up on that because I was thinking about it when I listened to that podcast. I think it was today. Yeah. I was thinking about that and when she was talking about it in that way I'm like yeah like why does it why does healing have to be linear why does it always have to fall in a box why do we always have to compartmentalize things why can't we just let things just be and and not always jump to conclusions and jump to a solution and have like a pathway that we deal with things and then it starts and then it's in the middle and then it's over you know what I mean there's there's levels to this shit and that's what makes fucking the human experience so you know that's what impresses the the game maker the creator of this whole thing that's what amuses the creative it's it's just different ways of thinking it's creative out of the box think ways of thinking it's and not only helps us move through this game navigate through this game but it like for the game creator it's like a lot of fun and then you get more cheat codes right you get more cheat codes you get more secret alleyways more entrances more gifts more tokens more little pathways into different parts of the world and different parts of the human experience that maybe not a lot of people might get just because your brain is working in different ways and you're you're looking for you know the the alternate alternative ways of looking at things and i think having different escape routes and different exit strategies allows for those adventures to really come into your life like almost serendipitously right opportunities to just like fall in your lap because you're not attached to anything you're just constantly like moving navigating um you know redefining refining transforming evolving ascending and it all comes from a soul level. And so like how, who is anybody and what is anybody, what is anything to, to stop you, right? Anyways, that's, that's just a little thing that I'm thinking about. Um, I have to go to bed because I have to wake up early for another day. Oh, another day in this hologram. I love you endlessly. I love you so much. Peace.